When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. For you, hard. Once again, thanks to Debbie Slussell. I thought she was very, very good. Big show still to come. Bo Deedle, Joe Beningo, Rudy Giuliani, and Lieutenant Randy Sutton. So we played crazy for you because we were sure, absolutely, and I love saying this, cock sure <laughs> that um, Curtis Sliwa was going to talk about our crazy mayor. But if you missed the very first segment of today's program, and I recommend everybody, if you miss it, Go back and listen every day. The first segment of the show, I map out the show so well. And at the risk of sounding arrogant, brash, and quite dicky, it's a great segment every morning. And we spent a lot of time this morning talking about the Major League Baseball All-Star Game tonight, which none of us are going to watch, none of us, but brings back great childhood memories. And for me, I go back to 44 years ago, 1979, Seattle Kingdom, when New York met Lee Mazzilli came up big off of pitchers Jim Kern and Ron Guidry and led the National League to a 7-6 win 44 years ago. And I guess that has inspired my man Curtis Sliwa, noon to one every weekday, all weekend long, gets huge ratings, an icon, a legend on this show, all five weekdays at 7.05, to talk baseball instead of Eric Adams this morning. Is that right, Curtis? That's exactly right. We know that Eric Adams, I mean, is sports-challenged, uh, that one cut you played that I provided to you, I didn't give it to anybody else but you. And I did thank you. When he was talking about picking cotton, the only cotton he ever picked out was out of an Advil bottle, you know, before he <laughs> took his hassle. What we did. But I, be, I can beat up on him any day. That's why I listen to your program all the time from beginning to as much as I can to the end. Because we have hosts and hostesses here. They never listen to WABC. You know that. They never refer to other programs. They're in their own little cone. Yeah. you got to listen. This is talk radio, not talk TV. So you brought me back on the time machine. And I'm not talking Rod Serling, right? I'm not talking. I'm talking about Marine Park. There I was digging in in the baseball diamond that they now used to play cricket. Right. A beloved baseball oh, diamond that. cricket. Um, I stop-, stop you for one second, though, what you just said about the other hosts. And I hope Greg Kelly is listening right now because if he ever wants to get better than a three, which, by the way, is not much to brag about, but 
if he ever does, he needs to stop talking about the same thing for two hours every day and be playing his Newsmax show. The reason why later on this afternoon at noon, the spring book is going to come out, and I'm going to win again. I'm going to be number one in New York City again. Curtis gets great ratings, too, is because we can spend 15 minutes talking baseball. You'll never hear Greg Kelly. In fact, you'll never hear a majority of the shows on this station do anything but the local news and politics, and that's why they get 2.8s, and I get 6s and 7s and the rest of those numbers. Back to you, Curtis. Let me tell you something. You think I'm stupid. I'm not going to pimp your ride. Remember, speed skating, right? You stay right behind your opponent. You let them break out in front, and then you glide because you're there. The air is, like, pushing you forward. You know, you mentioned Lee Mazzelli. Eight times he was the national speed skating champion coming out of Brooklyn. Stop it. Yes, he used to wear those long, long skates, compete against all those uh, Dutchmen up in Wisconsin and Minnesota. I saw him on ABC's Wide World of Sports. The thrill of victory, the agony of defeat. He was only a junior at that time at Lincoln High School. Eight speed skating championships because you used to practice at the Abe Stark Arena yeah. right there on Coney uh, Island. I know it well. That's uh, Joe Tacopina, the great defense attorney for Trump, my dear friend of 46 years, went on to, to this day still holds the all-time record for penalty minutes in one hockey season at Skidmore. He played his hockey as a child at Abe Stark in Coney Island. Skidmore. We're talking the Italian stallion Lee Mazzelli. Well, uh, Takapina's an Italian stallion, too. I, I know. But, but, I, but I did love Mass. I had no idea he was a speed And skater. not only that, he was born ambidextrous. Some right. guys, they have to practice being a switch hitter. So there I am. I'm captain of the JV team, Brooklyn Prep. We're playing an exhibition, Marine Park, before the start of the PS- PSAL season, which Mazzelli was in, Lincoln High School, and the CHSL season that I was in, the Catholic High School League. So I'm the leadoff hitter, right? Lee Mazzilli's on the mound, right? He's pitching righty. Strikes me out. I didn't even get the bat off my shoulder. Three innings later, none of us touched him. He turns around and starts pitching lefty. My coach Duffy from from West New York and Jersey. Hey, Curtis, you're not going to have him make you look like an idiot, are you? At least bunt the ball. He's pitching lefty. I tried to bunt the ball. I didn't even come close. Then in between innings, he's smoking cigarettes on the bench <laughs> like Joe DiMaggio. Naturally, his coach ain't going to say nothing. Well, you know, I'll smoke cigarettes uh, in the dugout on the bench all the time was former Cardinal and New York Met first baseman, now TV legend Keith Hernandez. That's right. But and you don't say anything to the superstars. This is your... You're correct. He played center field for like an inning. Basket catches. He had a gun. He was stealing bases. You said, man, this guy had all world written on him. And then eventually the Mets, it was Tory and Mazzilli. Eh, forget Tory then. But Lee Mazzilli was every girl. Every, oh, oh, so my good God. looking. Yeah. The Italian yeah. style. Well, you had, you had two guys uh, in New York when Maz was still a star for the Mets. Uh, years after that, Bucky Dent came to uh, to the Yanks, and uh, there was kind of a competition. Bucky came from Texas, and, of course, he was from Chicago, really. Look, look, I'm a, I'm a Yankee fan. Don't even mention Bucky Dent in the same vernacular as Lee Mazzilli. He was one of our own. No, I know Brooklyn, that. He was a Brooklyn boy. Through. No know, matter but... where he went, Pittsburgh, <laughs> Toronto, it didn't matter. And everywhere he went, whatever you asked him to do, he did. Come off the bench. The guy was super spectacular. Don't forget, too, that when the Mets traded Lee Mazzilli, one of the guys they got was Ron Darling. 
and how integral was Ron Darling on that 86 championship team. Maz was back at that point. That's right, Hawaii was a boy. Big pinch hitter. Hawaii boy, yes. right? Uh, in Maui, he must have been smoking Maui Waui out there, you know, in Oahu, going to Yale University. Who ever thought that he'd be the great pitcher that he is? But I am going to convert you to the home run derby. Okay. I'm not talking about the home run derby at the All-Star game. It's 1960. I'm six years old. What year is this? 1960. 60. Who I'm won the World six Series years year? old. Hey, the Pittsburgh. Uh, Pirates, uh, uh, Mazeroski, the Polish guy. There was Yogi looking up at the ivory wall there uh, in, in Pittsburgh, right? Oh, my God. And there was Ralph Terry who threw him the home run pitch. Ralph Terry. I and saw to, that game. And to this day, because uh, for folks that don't know, Bill Mazeroski was a tremendous defensive second baseman. Tremendous. Polish. Polish. But he couldn't hit the ball. Couldn't and then Tony Kubak in that game, right. it was a bad ground. It hit him right in the, right in the throat. throat. He almost yeah. swallowed yeah. his Adam Sabbath. But don't cause me to digress. But one home run for Mazeroski got that guy in the Hall of Fame. Let me tell you something. He's Polish. Don't forget that. So here it is, 1960. My Uncle Steve, Detroit Tiger fan, came from Detroit, married my Aunt Mary. They're in Old Howard Beach. So, Curtis, this is going to be your greatest experience. 1960, first home run derby. Once a week on TV, Mickey Mantle versus Willie Mays. That's pretty good. Mark Scott is the host, so it's nine innings. They're at Wrigley Field, not Chicago and Los Angeles. 340 down the left field line, 340 down the right field line. So it's even Stevens. And what they had to do is compete against one another against live pitching, hitting home runs. And then in between, when Mickey Mantle was up, there's Willie Mays in the booth with Mark Scott commenting on Mickey Mantle. And he says to Mark Scott, Hey, look, in the third inning, I got $500 I can win. Would you shut up when I'm up at bat? Because I'm hearing you. You know how cheap Willie Mason oh, was. Oh, very cheap. So yes. Mark Scott was then going, like, uh, like Chris Schenkel, you know, the PBA, you know, <laughs> professional. <laughs> ball. And here's Willie Mays. What do you think, Mickey? Well, you know, he's, he's really come out of the back. This was great. Well, I didn't realize it was Willie oh, Mays versus e- Mickey Mantle. ESPN had this series. I'm sure they have it on the old time. You had Hank Aaron. You had Ernie Banks, who's our Ernie. Anasta, Sunshine, Ernie Banks, Bobby Allison, Ken Boyer, Rocky Colavito, wow. Gil Hodges, Al Kaline, Harmon Killebrew, Eddie Matthews, Frank Robinson, Duke Schneider. Wow. You I never realized they had those names. Oh. Yeah. It reminds oh. me, you know, when they first did the, the slam dunk contest, for example, in the NBA, uh, way back when, you had people like Michael Jordan, Dominique Wilkins, Julius oh, Irving. You had the best players. That, that was the compete. best. Right. Now you have guys that win the slam dunk contest. They play like G League basketball. Same thing with, no, no, Julio Rodriguez is a great player. Pete Alonso last night, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. But look at the names you're talking about, Curtis. They're very These are all-time best. greats. you, you got to at least watch the first one. Willie right. Mays versus Mickey I'm going to do it. And you were saying how boring, right? No, they're in the booth in between uh, innings critiquing one another. Mickey Mantle critiquing Willie Mays. Willie Mays critiquing Mickey Mantle with Mark Scott, who was, like, pushing him, pushing him. I'm looking at all your notes here. This is unbelievable. You've also got a page that reads... Mayor's Trophy game, Pete Rose and Ray Fossey and a bunch of other names. And you remember the Mayor's Trophy game. And look, the one thing about, uh, you talk about Eric Adams, Rudy Giuliani, diehard Yankee fan. I don't care 
whether you're a Yankee fan or a Met game or a Met fan, all I ask is if you're a, a politician in this city, you root for the local teams, not the Blas, you're rooting for the Boston Red Sox. I don't even know who Eric Adams roots for. Is Eric Adams even oh, a sports fan? Oh, he finds he's a Mets fan. You know, what? he said, oh, uh, my favorite player was Tommy Agee. If I said to him, who was his best friend on the Mets in 69, you think he would say Cleon Jones? He'd of have course no not. idea. He had no, no idea. idea. Probably yeah. hung out at Tommy yeah. Agee's bar, you know, <laughs> when he was chasing Trim. I mean, that's about all he knows about Tommy Agee. Remember, the bar was right on the way to uh, Shea Stadium there. But I will tell you this. You, I'm going to criticize Noam Laden. What? He does this entire expose on tick bites, which are very serious because you could get Lyme disease. And I remember, you know, I hate the Mets. But one guy I like was Tom Seaver. Tom Seaver was, I mean, he was grunting, the best, right? The best. As yeah. Reggie Jackson said uh, about real, Tom. In, in real life, a uh, not a very, very nice guy. Well, he, he was I, to I me. I met Tom a lot. Right. Not very nice. He was to me. But as Reggie Jackson said, Blind guys would go to the ballpark to hear Tom Seaver pitch. He'd be grunting. He'd be throwing. I mean, it was great. By the way, he was a better golfer than he was a baseball player in Fresno, California. And nobody wanted to take a chance on him. They sent him to Alaska. USC wouldn't give him a scholarship. You know who drafted him first? The L.A. Dodgers. So he said, give me 50000 They said, we give you 2000 He goes, I'll go back to playing college uh, baseball. They could have had Tom Seaver, oh Mr. California. <laughs> Oh, then the wow. Atlanta Braves drafted <laughs> yeah. him first, but there was some kind of a problem in the draft. That's how the Mets ended up getting him. And then Donald Grant, right, that idiot, all of a sudden traded him well, to the Cincinnati really, Reds. It, it, it wasn't Donald Grant. Believe it or not, it was, I used to do the midday show at WFAN with a guy named Jody McDonald. You know Jody from also in Philadelphia. Absolutely, Mac absolutely. So Jody's father, Joe McDonald, was the GM of the Mets. And he got fired, thank God. Well, he traded Tom Seaver what? to the Reds. City. Jody's father, in exchange, mind you, for Steve Henderson, Doug Flynn, Dan Norman, and Pat Zachary. Yeah, the Pat Zachary. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, memorable, right? And where did Tom Seaver get his only no-hitter? Five one-hitters for the Mets in Cincinnati. <laughs> right. And you tell me, Jody Mac, you tell Jody Mac, I curse his father to this day. What the hell was that? Well, that was like all those great years that Dwight Gooden had with the Mets. He never threw a no-hitter from the match. He went to the Yankees. Yeah, but he, and was, he, threw it. he was doing the blow. Yeah, he was. And by the yeah. way, yeah. Yeah. they indicated that Lee Mazzilli was doing the blow the same year that Keith Hernandez <laughs> was doing the blow. You had to bring that out, right? You had to bring that. They all testified before the grand jury. Oh, no, no, and then no. remember Keith Hernandez standing ovation when he came back to Shea Stadium. You were doing blow, selling it in the clubhouse, but let's give him a standing ovation. <laughs> Maybe that was the cocaine in the White House. But anyway... Tom Seaver got bit by a tick and was debilitated for about a year. And then it came back to haunt him later on, I think in like 2016, and it caused his dementia and he died. Let me yeah. tell you something. That's when I realized that when you get bit by a tick and you get Lyme disease, it, it, Lyme disease it's serious. Hell yeah. Yeah. Very serious. Yeah. It yeah. took down one of the greatest athletes of our yeah. lifetime, yeah. Tom Seaver. Yeah. I know you don't like Tom Seaver. <laughs> oh, I love my but let's face man. the number 41. Here's a Yankee fan <laughs> having to convince you about Tom Seaver. What the hell is wrong <laughs> no, with you? My favorite 67 to 77, yep. the 10 best years you ever had yep. following the New York Rams. And then remember they were playing the Oakland Athletics? 
They were ahead 3-2 the Mets. Shiva was on the mound. And Reggie Jackson, who helped propel them to the World Series, said, you know, Tom didn't have his A stuff today, but he pitched with his heart. What the <laughs> hell is wrong with you, Sid, when a Yankee fan has to tell you how great Tom Seaver was and how you should look up in the sky right now and apologize. Apologize. Like I do to Willie Mays, who said, shh, there's $500 on the line. I'm like the cheapest skin flint who ever played baseball. I hated everybody when I walked around Riverdale in the Bronx, like Mickey Mantle, my, my hero, who is a jerk, and Joe DiMaggio, who wouldn't give you the time of day, huh? Now, do I qualify for one of the 20 guys who got fired at ESPN? I could replace Max Kellerman, who used to do local Manhattan cable and answer a phone, and people would curse him out. And because it was cable, we got to hear it. I'm ready for ESPN. You find me once in Bristol, I'm ready to make my return. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.